Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Um, many times we just have to think, okay, fitness is unsurmountable and, oh shoot, I have 50 pounds, 75 pounds, a hundred pounds. Um, that's going to take forever. The fact of the matter is yes, it's going to take some time. You didn't gain 50 pounds overnight. You're not going to lose it 50 pounds overnight, but if you start small, but start consistent, um, good things happen. And that's my story. I didn't knock it out of the park within the first week or two of my fitness program. It took me a solid six months before I really started gaining traction, but it Again, in the words of Tommy, Tony Robbins, excuse me, Tony Robbins, progress equals motivation. If you can show yourself some progress, you'll get motivated, and that's uh, where you want to do. Do you feel like you're stuck in a rut in life or in a dead end job with no progression? I'm Jerry Dugan, and welcome to Beyond the Rut, the podcast that offers you the motivation, inspiration, and practical tools to help you build a life worth living. My show is here to help you break free from your limitations and find a path to success. Join me as I share encouraging stories and actionable advice on how to get out of your rut in life and create a vision for your future. Life is just too short to live stuck in a rut. Here we go. Hey, Runner Nation, this is Jerry. And on this episode, our special guest is fitness coach Bryce Henson. Bryce not only helps people get fit through his Fit Body Boot Camp, he also works with leaders in helping them be the best leaders they can be. So he takes this whole person approach. So it's more than just the physicality of being healthy. It's everything. And that's the conversation we have together in this episode. So sit back, relax, grab a pen and a notebook. Here we go. All right. Hey, Bryce, how are things do, uh, going over there in California? Jerry, doing well. Uh, thanks so much for having me on the show. Super excited to connect today. Yeah, I'm, finally, I'm glad we finally got to land this plane in terms of uh, getting us scheduled. Um, so um, Interview Valet reached out and connected us. I love the team over there with Tom, Karen, and I believe you're working with Jessica. Jessica, yep. Oh, man, 50-50 guess. I finally got it right. Uh, usually, 50-50 odds are usually my worst. Uh, I, I almost said Cindy, and I was like, no, maybe it was Jessica. Boom. So I got it. Finally. I need to go to Vegas after this call. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we brought you on the show because you've got this background as a, a fitness instructor, fitness coach, but also business coach. And so those two come together really well. And I've had an opportunity to listen to some of the interviews you've done out there. Uh, you're the founder and CEO of Fit Body Bootcamp. And, uh, and if I did my homework correctly, it looks like you have two podcasts out there, uh, the Bryce Henson podcast and the fitness franchise podcast. Did I get those correct? Yeah. So we actually consolidated, um, okay. the, the fitness, we actually rebranded fitness franchise to fitness CEO podcast. Interestingly enough, we were just Brilliant. talking off scene with our uh, good buddy, John Lee Dumas, uh, who laid some foundation for that initial show, but we rebranded the fitness CEO podcast, which is a huge focus of mine to be able to spread, spread health, fitness, inspiration, mindset, business coaching. We also have a secondary podcast with our brand called beyond the scale podcast. I'm not the host, but that's specifically a, a, a podcast geared towards our global clientele fit by Bootcamp teaching health and fitness uh, tap. So a lot of content. We want to add a lot of value to the world, and that's uh, some uh, modalities that we 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 try. Love that. I, maybe it's because it starts with beyond the to <laughs> beyond the scale, beyond the rut. Uh, but I'll definitely make sure all three of these shows are in the show notes for everybody. Um, so 
diving right in, um, you know, fitness. Yeah, you know, I, I talk about the five F's on Beyond the Red all the time: uh, our faith, our family, our fitness, our finances, and our future. Um, now, if you look at it as a list, that's the order of priority: our faith first, followed by our family. We got to have our fitness there, or we're not going to be around long enough to enjoy our family and make that impact we want. Finances, yeah, it's important, but it's not at the top of the list. And then our future. Always got to be growing for the future. Now, if you look at it as a circle, uh, fitness is in the center with your faith. So your spiritual health, your emotional health, your physical health, because if your body is out of whack, it's going to distract you from a bunch of things. And um, in my understanding, is you've got this like beyond the red story when it comes to fitness. And so the first question I wanted to throw your way is when it comes to fitness, how have you seen fitness get you out of your rut and stay out of your rut? Yeah, great question. I'll be happy to dive in. Before I do, I just want to take a second to acknowledge uh, acknowledge those four um, Fs, if you will. Um, four, you said four five, or five? Five. Five, forgive me. Um, and I that, that's so valuable. And from my perspective, it's interesting. There's so many priorities that, uh, quote unquote, priorities that happen in life, but really it's the, the important and focused few that really make a difference. And those five are just foundational to life. So from my perspective, I wouldn't even put it in order. I love your framework, but really I want to acknowledge you and that foundation, that philosophy, because they're so, so important. If you make those five your priority, well, shoot, you're going to live a more fulfilled life. So I want to start there, but uh, specific to the origin, story. Yeah. I mean, I'm the CEO of Fit Body Bootcamp. I'm actually not the founder. One of my close friends and mentors and business partners founded the organization back in 2008, uh, but I've been an active participant as a franchise partner since 2012, um, multi-location owner, um, scaled to about a handful of locations uh, from 2012 to 18. I was afforded the vice president role in 2018, and then ultimately through COVID-led our organization, was awarded the CEO position in 2001, or excuse me, 2021. Uh, so I've been in the brand for for, you know, going on 11 years now, um, have a lot of passion, but you know, while I'm a fitness guy now, it certainly was not always that way. And my origin story starts, um, while I lived in California, Southern California for the last 20 years now, I'm originally from the Midwest and the Midwest is amazing place, salt of the earth people, but not the fitness capital of the world. So, um, throughout my, I guess, uh, childhood and later teen and early adult years, um, fitness was definitely not a focus of mine. And ultimately in many ways, my life suffered. Um, but I think probably for two reasons, number one, the culture of the Midwest isn't so fitness focused. That's changing, especially with the mission that we have at Fit Body Bootcamp to spread health and wellness, uh, throughout North America, throughout the world, throughout the Midwest, as well as we have many locations. Um, but the secondary point on that, Jerry was, um, my family came from humble beginnings for first world standards. So many times our family used to run out of money before we used to run out of month. And certainly fast food, Taco Bell are you know some more affordable options, not necessarily the greatest long-term options, um, but especially with my mom being a single mom, raising three kids, you know, struggling and doing the best that she possibly could. You know, certainly had some challenges there. Uh, so uh, health and fitness and nutrition wasn't really a full focus of mine um, up until my early adulthood. And really, that's where the story take hold, uh, takes hold of me getting out of the rut, which I love the theme of this podcast, uh, going beyond it. And uh, a fortuitous situation happened. I ended up getting an internship, which turned into a full-time job out in Los Angeles. So LA, uh, Los Angeles, California, all the palm trees and the beaches and all that California had to offer, which is very exciting on one hand. But I'm sure, Jerry, that you're a California native and certainly our audience members as well can also know that Los Angeles can be the plastic capital of the world. And when you're 21 years old, you have very little life experience, business experience, you're 3,000 miles from home, you don't have a good friend network, and you don't have fitness in your life. I wasn't energetic and, and 
ambitious and, you know, didn't have the full confidence that I do now because of fitness. And I lived that way for a couple of years. I had more dark days than good. And really to a, a fortuitous situation happened when my close friends and my first fitness, uh, fitness mentor, I should say, moved from uh, the Midwest and we decided to live together in Southern California. I was excited to, you know, have someone uh, from home uh, to live with, um, but really um, also to learn with from a fitness perspective, because a little bit about Adam, he was not on the cover of, of Men's Health, but he could have been. He had the six sack abs, the glistening muscles, all the girls loved him, the confidence. I certainly looked up to that. And uh, Jerry, if you could believe it took me a full few months to finally muster up enough courage and say, Adam, can you tell me a little bit about this fitness game? And he turned to me, he said, Bryce, I thought you'd never ask. He said, but <laughs> if we're going to do this, we're going to do this right. I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste my time. You saw how many buddies at college asked me how to get fit and virtually zero stuck with it. So if we're going to do this, I need a 90-day, a 12-week commitment. I need you to commit to you're going to lift what I want you to lift. You're going to eat what I want you to eat. And off we go. And after the 90 days, if you're like, hey, this is not for me, the no harm, no foul, but at least you made a, uh, your best foot forward. And I'm so glad he, I took that coaching because I was excited the first week or two, just like anyone starting a new fitness program or a new business or work or job or whatever the case may be. Human nature gets excited. But then the reality sets in. The mornings come early. The evenings come late. The sore muscles. I could barely sit in the toilet for the bathroom. My eight, my legs were so sore. Um, but ultimately, I kept on putting one foot in front of the other. In the famous words of Tony Robbins, progress equals motivation. Uh, so within a 90-day period, I didn't completely transform my physique, but at least I saw progress. And that really fueled the fire. And really, Jerry, over the period of two years is when I trained about six-month hyper-focused is really where I got the result. I dropped 20 pounds of body fat, put on 20 pounds of lean muscle, but way more than that. And why I'm so passionate about fitness, it can change your life. And it literally gave me more energy, confidence, enthusiasm. I became the least performing sales rep in my company, all the way to the highest performing sales rep in the company. And that was, you know, one story, one foundational story of many that really kind of led to the aha that fitness has to be a foundation for my life. It is the gateway to a better and happier, more fulfilled life. And that really was the foundational story that got me over. Over the fitness rut into a life, a life of health, wellness, and fitness. I love that. And and going back to where you're talking about, like your muscles are sore, you're aching. Uh, you know, the seasons of my life where I do have that peak physical fitness going on. It's a different kind of soreness, though, right? It's like there's a satisfaction there. Like my body hurts because I just ran five miles and I've never run five miles before, or my body hurts because I've lifted weights longer. Uh, or heavier than I ever have before. Like I've accomplished things and that's why my body feels sore versus if I'm sedentary for weeks or months at a time and I get up and my back is achy, my knees are you know in pain. That is a, oh man, just throw me off a cliff now kind of pain. But I don't feel good about that kind of pain. And I, I definitely want to discern that because that, you know, when I get back into shape, because for me, that that's still one of the ruts I struggle with is that consistency over time uh, type of thing, which is why I love having you on the show, by the way. Uh, it's reminding myself that the soreness from exercise is, is in many ways a good soreness, uh, you know, especially when it's at the muscle level, not uh, that painful, like I tore something. It's only happened to me once. But anyway, I, I just wanted to point that out. I, I, I love that distinction between soreness because I've actually accomplished something versus soreness because I've, I'm doing nothing. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use CapShow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, 
into Capshow and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. Well, I love that. And that's actually a great teaching point as well. And for me, I just love this philosophy of choosing your hard because Jerry, to your point, it's going to be hard either way. You're going to either be um, sore from achy muscles, um, from the, the sore fulfillment of working hard and taking care of yourself. That certainly still has hard component at play. Or you can choose the heart of a sedentary lifestyle, not moving, eating bad food, but then feeling the heart of being lethargic and unconfident and the pain and the lower back pain, all those you know soreness that you're going to also experience as well, but from living a sedentary life. So at the end of the day, life has its hard and life has its easy. And if you choose hard first, your life will become easier. The opposite is also true. Yeah. And, you know, I thought. You know, becoming an empty nester would mean I don't have to keep up with my kids anymore. It turns out they like hanging out with us. So uh, to, to be active with them, like our, our daughter lives just a half mile away from us, uh, just to keep up with her, I'm, I'm thinking I got to be nimble still. Like I still got to be able to move. I got to be able to get up, get down, you know, walk, you know, go shopping, whatever oh, yeah. it is. And and so that's a big motivator for me to, to get back into shape. Uh, plus my cat. I've got a cat that just needs to be around all the time and has me follow her. It's really weird. And anyway, it, it, it gets weirder if I keep explaining it. So I'm going to move on. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> but, but Jerry, I mean, in all, fa- in all fairness, like that, that is actually another great co- talking point of fitness because we all think, okay, you want to lose 20 pounds. You want to you know gain lean muscle mass. But why is that the case? Yeah. That's just the surface level, right? That's like the iceberg, right? It's just you're looking at the little top, but really the, the critical mass or the critical value of fitness is underneath that iceberg. So it's the energy, it's the confidence, it's the mobility, it's the you know ability for you to be able to play with your kids, play with your grandkids. I mean, these are the foundational, the real reasons you want to get fit. So I love you that brought that up. Yeah. I mean, one of the things I have on my bucket list is I know one day my daughter's going to get married and there's going to be that father-daughter dance. And I want to have the capability and the mobility to be able to She's a dancer. She, she's danced since she was like nine years old. Uh, and so I know it's not just going to be us kind of like stepping side to side. She's going to have an expectation that we do something choreographed. And I got to be able to do that. Yeah, not, not Dad, for me. you got to step up, baby. You got to be moving and grooving, right? Yeah. I mean, she's got a history of putting me out there on stage. So I'm like, okay, I got to be ready for this. Uh, so there, there's a motivation there. Um, and, and, you know, no rush for her to get married, of course. But, you know, it's coming. The day is coming someday. And uh, totally. got to be ready for that. Um, now, dialing back a, a bit, you, you talked about like, you know, when we're growing up in poverty, uh, you know, fast food is is cheaper. It's readily available. Uh, and, and, more, and also, if we're in times of stress, you know, it's easier to just go out to eat as opposed to cook at home. Um, and I, I also I, I keep thinking in my head, I am old enough to remember when McDonald's had the 39 cent cheeseburger. <laughs> You could buy them in 10 packs. And when you're like 16 years old, it's like, I got $4, $5. I know what I'm getting for, for lunch, uh, which was great as long as you were athletic. But, you know, in college, it caught up. Um, 
obesity is, is a big thing. I've, I've heard you talk about it on other shows uh, and, and part of your passion, why you are, you know, just uh, excited about helping others get fit, stay fit is you're combating in a way obesity. And, yeah. uh, you know, why is it something that we need to consider? You know, I know one in two Americans are pretty much considered obese. I'm in that category. I don't like being yeah. in that category, but it is where I am. Um, yeah. And I've got the power to change it. But why why is it so important for us to think about that? What, what is at stake if we don't do something about it? And what do we have to gain if we do? I think there's two aspects at play. There's a mental health aspect, which people don't necessarily think about. And then there's also the physical health aspect. I'm actually going to attack the uh, mental health first, but to your point, taking a step back and Jerry, why I'm so passionate about it, you just hit it right on the head. One in two Americans, nearly 50% of our adult population is considered statistically obese. Another 30%, so 80% total is either obese or overweight. But for me, Jerry, what the scariest statistic is, is 20% of our children these days are statistically obese, which really just showing that, you know, human nature, children's model off of what their parents do. And if we're not really leading healthy and fit lifestyle, it's bad enough already for adult population, which is causing major problems, which we'll get to here in a second. But really, uh, the the future of our generations are at risk. So for me, there's a huge, huge um, passion towards combating um, the obesity epidemic. And from the mental perspective, if someone's uh, statistically obese, let's face it, the depression cases, the the people on medica- medication, um, you know, the pharmaceutical industry is just blowing up and that's not a good thing. Uh, so from a mental perspective, there's a lot of depression and sadness, um, you know, that uh, people experience. So certainly very sympathetic and empathetic towards that. And for me, I can't say statistically I was obese when I started my fan- transformation journey, when I got myself over that rut. But when you're 20 pounds of fat overweight, when you have very little muscle mask on your body, um, I certainly wasn't as confident as I am today. So I feel better in my own skin. So it's not about having the six back abs from a vanity measure. Sure, everyone wants to look great, which is awesome, but it's about feeling better. It's about looking better. So that way you're happy. You're um, ultimately uh, uh combating depression as well and really living a more fulfilled and happy life. And if you're more fulfilled, if you're more happy, that's how you're going to show up to your family, to your community. So it's a ripple effect. So from a mental health perspective, that's a huge uh, statistic. But then from a physical perspective, I mean, we all experience this little thing called COVID-19. And while it caused a lot of havoc across the world, being very honest, like if you look in the data, the vast majority of people that were severely affected, whether hospitalizations or deaths, were statistically obese. And the reason is it's not specifically COVID. It's not specifically that virus. It's any virus, any disease. So when your body has more weight on its um, frame than what it should be, Every organ in your body has to work harder, your heart, your kidney, your lungs, just to keep you healthy. So statistically, you are a sitting duck for the next virus or the next virus or the next disease that comes through, uh, which is really important. In addition to the healthcare cost, um, literally over $200 billion with a B is going to go into extra medical costs to treat obesity these days from all sorts of prescription medications and the list goes on. So actually from a practical perspective, while it does cost – 
again, on the front end, more to invest in healthy foods, whole foods, nutritious foods. At the end of the day, the average American will save $2,500 per person in medical care costs um, if they are normal weight than obese. So there's just a lot of value from mental perspective, from a physical perspective, from a happiness perspective, from a ripple effect perspective, and from a financial perspective that um, you know we have to gain if we take traction uh, against the obesity epidemic and why I'm so passionate against yeah. it. Yeah. And that's why I love talking about the five F's and how they're connected with each other because oh, yeah. we're talking about one aspect of our lives that has this impact on the money, on um, happiness, on uh, probably how we show up to our family, you know, and, and family events. Uh, well, and, and that's why I'm so, can you listed the five F's? I'm like, man, to me, they're all equally important because they're all connected. And I just saw a study actually recently, the average American who is healthy and fit and not obese makes 28% more financially than the person who's not. So again, from a, uh, from a financial perspective, from a happiness perspective, from a familiar perspective, if you're not looking great, if you're not feeling great, if you don't have the energy to play with your kids, if you can't, you know, just re be an active part of your life, you're going to miss out on the family, uh, as well. So from my frame, uh, Jerry, that's why I'm so excited when you laid that foundation because they're all connected to me. Yeah. Now, for somebody who is, let's say they're in a professional role, they're uh, maybe a mid-level leader of a team of folks. Uh, they're working long hours, maybe on the road quite a bit. And so they're, they're feeling kind of stressed. They're tired all the time. Um, what advice can we give them so that they're, they're keeping the fitness part of their lives um, in good standing, I guess? Good standing. That's the best phrase I can come up with. We're rolling yeah. with it. <laughs> no, no, let's go. Well, for me, I'm going to go back to my overcoming uh, my rut story. And it really comes down with coaching and accountability. And that's why I was so passionate uh, when I saw the Fit Body Bootcamp model. We're not an open box, uh, open concept, big box gym where it's like, hey, here are the weights, have fun. This is a coaching program where you have an accountability buddy. You have an accountability with the fellow um, you know, members within you know, your bootcamp session because relationships are a huge part of that. So having the accountability uh, buddy and high Hiring a coach will definitely uh, increase the probability for your success exponentially. And why that is, let's face it, cut yourself some slack. You know, you have family, you have kids, you have work, you have a lot of things going on. And I wish human nature would prioritize fitness. But if you look at the data, it doesn't say that. So that's okay. Understand the fact if if you have a cake in your refrigerator, as much as you want to abstain from that, chances are the stats are going to say you're going to devour that cake. So the best way to do that is remove the cake from your house, which will increase the uh, probability you won't eat that. And it's the same way with hiring a coach. So increase the probability that you actually stick with the program. Studies always show that you have an exponentially higher chance of success. So for me, it's hiring an accountability coach. That's why I'm so passionate about the coaching business of FitBody. But even more than that, it could be a friend, it could be a colleague, a coworker, but more times than anything, and I heard this from the founder of FitBody Bootcamp over a decade, uh, decade ago, which is so true. I didn't believe it at the time, but people who pay, they pay attention. So when you actually exchange money, okay, for a service, for an accountability partner, you're going to pay a lot more attention. So that's number one. The second really uh, tip or advice is he ha you can start small. That is okay. What's the famous adage of how do you eat an elephant? 
one bite at a time. Well, most people, and it's okay, I've been there as well from a human nature perspective. We think, okay, we haven't worked out since high school or maybe 10 years. We're get out, we get this sense of motivation. Okay, this is the year, 2023, here we come. And we jump in and we think then we need to go from zero to all of a sudden going two and a half hours at the gym and having a perfect nutrition plan. And that is just not sustainable either. So our program at Fit Body Bootcamp is 30 minute sessions. We give you twice the result, twice the um, workout and half the time. So even if you could start eat, start out even 15 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day, but even work up to 30 minutes a day, I'm a fitness guy. I should be, this is my brand. I have, you know, 10% body fat and certainly, you know, a lot of uh, things going from a fitness perspective, but I work out a half an hour a day. I increase my water. I have an accountability coach. I get my sessions in and I'm a product of my product. So that's the best way I can really you know, provide some guidance to someone who maybe hasn't worked out in a long time. So get excited, hire a coach. Uh, but also realize that you don't have to eat the whole elephant one sitting. Take that step letter approach and you're well on your way to success. Yeah, and that makes so much sense. I've uh, done a couple of past episodes where I talked about goals and, and goal achievement. And because, um, you know, when I talk about goals with my friends or coworkers, like, ah, you know, written goals. Schmitten goals. Uh, and I'm like, no, there's, there's studies behind this. And a lady named Gail Matthews out of, I think, Stanford University or somewhere in that area, maybe not Stanford. She uh, did some research on, um, you know, how do people benefit from written goals, for example, because she realized this this famous Harvard or Yale study with MBA students never actually happened. And she's like, wait, businesses run off of goals. People who succeed still have goals. But we we base it on this fake study. What what are the real ingredients? So she did this this study where she had like five categories of people. The first group, uh, they they had intentions that they spoke about, but never actually did. And, you know, like didn't write anything down and didn't do any of the other steps. Uh, group two had written goals. Uh, group three had written goals and a commitment to action. Uh, group four had uh, written goals, commitment to action, and they told somebody about it. A friend, family member, a coach. The fifth group had the other three. They had written goals, commitment to action. They told somebody and they had to report into that person weekly. What they found was that groups two through five performed way better, significantly better than the group that just spoke it. I want to lose weight. I want to do this. I want to do that. Um, group five that had all four of the ingredients, written goals, a commitment to action, somebody they told to hold some accountable and then reported in regularly. That group performed significantly better than the other four groups altogether. And it's those are the four ingredients. You, you have a written goal. You have a commitment to action daily, weekly, monthly, whatever it is. You have somebody that holds you accountable. And like you said, if you pay, you pay attention. I 100% believe in that because you have skin in the game that way. And then the fourth thing is you report to that person. Well, a, a coach is going to get their weight in gold because they're expecting to hear from you. How would you do? What worked? What didn't work? What do you want to do differently? What do you want to keep doing? That external voice helps you process all the all the gunk that's in your head to get that clarity. And, and so uh, I'm saying all this, folks, because, you know, the idea of having a fitness coach makes sense. They're going to help you organize everything, find out where your hiccups are, get you to to hold yourself accountable because you're really only accountable to yourself. But having an accountability partner helps you do that. And uh, when it's somebody who's a professional you're getting the best advice possible. And I, I love that. So a uh, little, little side note there for everybody. And uh, well, I, well, I love that. Yeah. I want to interject in the one point about getting the accountability uh, 
buddy and coach and about you you said about um you know many times if you're just holding yourself accountable we fail and that's so true just think about it human nature many times we're willing to disappoint ourselves but if you actually connect with someone commit to someone work with someone you don't want to disappoint that other person so interestingly enough the hue is which is just counterintuitive but a huge value of getting a fitness coach isn't so that way you know it is so that you don't let the other person down because that will actually increase the probability for success so i love that jerry and i'm at, i haven't seen that study but all my institutional knowledge of working with clients over the last 15 years supports exactly what you just said yeah i'll i'll find the link and email it to you so you have that uh, please yeah it's it's very good it was very powerful i was like oh thank goodness i can still talk about goals and <laughs> uh, it, it, everything supports it and it makes sense uh and you know my friends will ask me, you know, why do you get up at 4.30 in the morning to go ruck march two and a half to three miles in the mornings? And I'll tell them uh, it's because there's a Marine uh, named Mike and he's waiting on that corner for me. And if I don't show up, he's got an excuse to make fun of the Army. Not going to happen. <laughs> so, uh, and an Army guy. Yeah, I'm an Army guy. He was in the Marine nice. Corps. Nice. Uh, we don't give each other a whole ha- bunch of hard time, uh, but... Deep down inside, though, he's not going to let the army guy be oh, yeah. there and not the marine and vice versa. It's the, it's the same concept. Yeah. It's the exact same concept in real life, which I'm so awesome. I'm so grateful you shared that, Jerry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Accountability is huge. And again, a professional fitness coach, that's their business. That's their passion. They know it works. They know it doesn't work. And they're going to help you um, you know, get to where you want to go. It's, it's your goal. It's your process, your journey. But I, I think a fitness coach, a professional one, is going to get you I, get you there. And I, I still remember a guy named Thor <laughs> from when I was in college, uh, my, my one year on the baseball team before they realized I wasn't that good. Um, <laughs> it was true. <laughs> they were good. They It was a Division <laughs> One baseball team. I had no business trying to walk on, but I did because I, I wanted to be able to say I went for it. But uh, these guys you. Were, they, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. It was. I knew on day one we had the first team meeting. Oh, I'm not making it out of this thing. I'm not making the team, but I'm going to give it my all. And I mean, because these guys were pros. They were like 22, 23. I was 18 years old. These guys were bouncing from community college to community college. They're practically pros who weren't getting paid. And, uh, and they were just uh, one recruiter or scout away from, you know, making it there. And they were just, they were phenomenal. Uh, but Thor, that's the important guy. He was our strength and fitness coach, our conditioning coach. Uh, his, his arms were bigger than my legs and I was known for having like football player legs. And I was like, good Lord, this guy, like we saw his dad once. We're like, yeah, his dad knew this guy was going to be big. Um, live up to the name Thor. <laughs> and, you have uh, to, oh, well, you have to, right? Yeah. It was just, uh, but I mean, the guy had like tailored fitness plans for us. You know, there was like the team workout and then there were individualized goals and exercises. So my exercise plan, even though I worked out at the same time as my teammates, my exercise plan didn't fit you know, Lazarowski or, you know, Morgan or all these other guys uh, on the team. Like I had my own plan I had to follow and he, he saw the data and he'd know. I mean, if, if you ever thought I was like faking it, I mean, conditioning days would show. <laughs> like <laughs> you didn't really lift all those weights, did you, Jerry? I'm like, I, I thought I did. <laughs> He's like, no, it, it would show right here. <laughs> you, you did not. I'm like, dang it. He's on to me. Uh, he would be able to run up those stairs right now. Uh, in fact, go ahead and run them now. I'm like, okay, fine. Uh, but it, it, there was power in that. And, and of course, the army, you have to stay fit. Uh, but once I got out and didn't have that accountability or that partner, oh man, I freshman yeah. 15 was nothing compared to what I put on after the army. 
Um, yeah, yeah. So it's so huge. And uh, so Fit Body Boot Camp, is that something that people come together physically in person or is it done virtually? Like how do, how do people interact with uh, the franchise that they, they become a part of? Yeah, definitely brick and mortar. And our specialty, our zone of genius is live coaching, live sessions. Um, we did uh, spin off a virtual program through COVID uh, for obvious reasons, and we still have that. Um, as a supplementation. However, our bread and butter, our main focus is the live experience because let's face it, human nature, we are tribal. We need to connect with other people. And it's not that to value online and internet because there's a lot of value that you can extract as well. But what we found from a fitness program, because it is challenging, like we talked about, uh, one in every two Americans is dealing with this. And actually eight out of every 10 Americans is overweight in addition to being obese. So there's a big problem at hand. And what we've learned, what we've realized is nothing replaces in-person belly to belly connection with people. Um, and even taking a step back, we even train our franchise partners, our coaches. We are in the relationship business even more than the fitness business. So we have a huge focus on customer cl- uh, customer service and connection and relationships because we know if we can build strong relationships, then we can have more influence our clients. Then they're more likely to stay in our coaching program, come to work out at least three times a week, uh, join our nutrition program, make sure they follow the recommendations of it, increasing sleep and water, and they get a better uh, life. So from our uh, perspective. We run 30-minute live sessions on a daily basis. That's actually our secret sauce. I mentioned that earlier. Twice the workout, twice the uh, result in half the time. And studies and science is showing that you don't need to spend two and a half, three hours at the gym or an hour and a half or two hours in the treadmill with a, a very focused, um, structured um, high intensity interval training program. Um, you can get you know an incredible result just 30 minutes a day, uh, upwards of three times a week. And the I'll put a bow on this. We say 30 minutes a day is 2% of your day. So if you can't give me 2% of your day at least three times a week, I say this with love. I can't help you. But when you can, the sky's the limit. And that's uh, why we're so passionate. Love that. And if folks want to sign up, I know they can go to fitbodybootcamp.com. Uh, I've got I got it open on my browser right now, in fact. Um, and then you've got your own speaker page as well, brycehenson.com. So if folks want to you know, book you to speak at their event or book you for coaching. Uh, I, is it coaching? No, just speaking. I, I do coaching and speaking, okay. actually. Business coaching uh, primarily. My, major my focus is actually within the FitBody ethers, if you will, from a business coaching perspective. Um, but primarily, a lot of people consult in organizations from a leadership perspective, from a public, see- uh, public speaking perspective. So I'm happy to uh, offer your, um, I guess, audience uh, or love to continue adding value to your audience through that way. Awesome sauce. And before we go, any final words of wisdom, wisdom, Bryce? Start small, but start now. Um, many times we just have to think, okay, fitness is unsurmountable and, oh shoot, I have 50 pounds, 75 pounds, a hundred pounds. Um, that's going to take forever. The fact of the matter is, yes, it's going to take some time. You didn't gain 50 pounds overnight. You're not going to lose it 50 pounds overnight, but if you start small, but start consistent, um, good things happen. And that's my story. I didn't knock it out of the park within the first week or two of my fitness program. It took me a solid six months before I really started gaining traction, but it Again, in the words of Tommy, T- Tony Robbins, excuse me, Tony Robbins, progress equals motivation. If you can show yourself some progress, you'll get motivated, and that's uh, where you want to do. Awesome! I love that we're getting tongue tied at the end because that tells us that we put a lot of information out there for everybody. Bryce, it was great to have you on the show. I'm glad we got to connect. Uh, thank you for coming on, Jerry. It was a pleasure. Uh, appreciate uh, you having me on, and best of luck. Now, I hope you got a lot out of that conversation like I did. And if you want to know more about Bryce, his fit body boot camps and so on, then check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 
372. And there you'll find all that information. Now, the best way you can pay this show back is to pay it forward. So hit the share button right now and share this episode with somebody you know, trust, and even like. So don't do this as an insult. Send it out as a blessing to somebody else and say, hey, I think you'll like this conversation. I just got a lot out of it. And you know what? Turns out that maybe there's a fit body boot camp near you and you want to challenge somebody to do that boot camp with you. And that's all I've got for this week. And I look forward to joining you again on the next episode of Beyond the Rut. But until next time, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.